Britton Vince here, Knoxville. How you doing, Britton? I'm great, Vince. How you doing? Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So you guys are practicing social distancing, got the mask going. What's that experience been like in this COVID NFL season prep? Man, it's wild. You know, we got uh, these little guys that are, you know, you could have them and they blink. Right now they're not blinking because I'm good. I see it blink blue, but. <laughs> the detectors. They blink, they blink red when you get too close and things like that. So I'm always looking down at mine. I'm like, God, I'm going to get in trouble. You know, I'm a, my, I'm a, I'm a social guy, a butterfly, you might call me, but uh, <laughs> so it's not easy. It hasn't been easy, uh, you know, getting tested every single day in the morning. So the nose swab has been kind of like our norm and everything. Uh, so it's a different thing for getting this all the time. So now I, I'm constantly trying to figure out one that, that works the best. And, and this is working the best because I can just leave it on, you know, and then you just, you just pull it up and then you're, you're good. Also feel like one of the old, you know, in the in the west and the wild wild west you know so <laughs> cool. but uh it's a while it's a different deal you know and then you get out to the football field or get in the weight room and it's kind of back to normal and you can do your thing so um but it's it's just great to be back and and uh, it you know hopefully everything works out the weirdness and the craziness of it and all those extra little steps it seems like that's offset by the excitement to be back out there and work towards the season is, is that accurate very accurate. That's definitely true. I mean, everybody just kind of jokes about it. It's just become a big kind of a laugh. You just, this is the new norm for now. And, and everybody embraces it because they're happy to be back uh, in a way. Um, it's, it's good. A lot of good things because for, for me and my wife and my family, my four kids, it's, you know, we don't, we have night meetings at home, not staying in the hotel. Uh, typically during training camp, you know, she might not uh, come up here in the city that I'm at just for the first couple of weeks. Cause it's so, you know, I can't even hardly see him. Mm -hmm. So that's been really great being able to stay at home. Besides the fact that I've not had one night that hasn't been interrupted by one, two, three or four kids. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Like last night, for example, my, my go-to kids that are always ended up, end up in the bed, you know, the two girls, one of them mm -hmm. doesn't show up. They sleep soundly. Right. And my eight-year-old, my guy, my, 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 my one I could depend on to never wake me up in the middle of the night, I wake up at like two in the morning and I'm just like, why do I feel like I'm in a single bed? And it's because he, his giant self is right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, Nash, what are you doing? You never do this. But of course you choose to do it the one night that the girls don't. Uh, so that's the only thing. I'm lacking sleep, whereas in training camp, normally you're just you're getting the most sleep ever, especially as a father. <laughs> it's been well, really good to be with the family. Yeah, and I was going to say, at least you guys still have an opportunity to do so. Could you imagine yourself in a full bubble situation like some of those other sports do? No, I th it, it would just uh, – man, my heart goes out to them, to their families. I know that they're doing what they got to do to figure it out and make it work. Uh, you know, hopefully that, that doesn't happen with us when it comes down to it. There is a little bit of a – you know, Nikki's all, my wife's always asked me, she's like, so what are they saying about, you know, the fans? And stuff? I'm like, they're not saying, no one, they don't know. You know, they're around here. It's almost like you're, it's almost like one of those things like, hey, don't talk about it. So no one, you know, so we, so we don't get found out. I don't know. You know, it's like people don't know. We're, we're every, it's, it's almost like the coaches, everybody, we're just kind of holding their breath, but we're doing our due diligence. We're going to be ready and hopefully it works out. Uh, it's going to be sad if, you know, the fan thing happens and all that, but. I guess we'll see what happens. 
Britain, by you saying, I don't know, you'd slide in perfectly into being a sports talk show host over the last five months because we're used to saying that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, it's, I mean, usually I have some kind of insider information. This is way above, you know, my insider information and I'll spill the beans, you know, I'll spill the beans. I'm a talker. So, uh, but I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) We're busy with VFL. Britton Colquitt had a tremendous career at the University of Tennessee, 43 games, second on the all-time punting average list, and now with the Minnesota Vikings. So what's that Vikings experience been like for you? How's that organization treated you and your family? Awesome. We love it. Uh, We love Minnesota. We love the people here. Um, Just in general, where we live in the community is great. Um, The ownership from the top down, you know, you know, you're at a good program. It always starts from the top. And and thankfully, I've been at three programs where with that had great ownership. Um, not necessarily the winning that they wanted in Cleveland, but the Haslam's were great, as all Tennessee fans know. Um, but uh, yeah, they're great here. The Wilfs and and the coaches and and everything, we've loved it. The facilities are top notch, unbelievable. Um, as a punter, people are always like, "Oh man, Minnesota, it's cold," and I'm just like, "I don't care. We play inside, you know. <laughs> Bring it on." Uh, uh, whereas, you know, you're in Cleveland and you're like, okay, I'm going to be in that weather every game, you know? So, um, it's still, that doesn't matter to me. Um, and we've kind of embraced the winter and and it's a good, it's hard to say it's a good winter when it's zero degrees and it feels like negative 20 and you take your kids to school or you follow the bus to school. I mean, they were taking the bus, which is conveniently just like right outside our house. Uh, I mean, feet of snow and it's under zero degrees with the windshield and they're just like let's go and the bus drivers are waving i mean it's normal here that's what they do and they embrace it and it's and it's cool it's great you know they have sled days at recess at school so um we love it we love everything about it um obviously the weather right now is beautiful can't beat it so um it's a good place to be so a couple of teams have done kind of the team hotel type of thing do, yeah. Do they do that for some guys voluntarily up there or or not with the Vikings at all? Yeah, they do. They're doing a voluntary thing and the rookies. I'm not sure if the rookie thing is voluntary. It might be mandatory, um, but it's at the same hotel that they did camp here in the past. Obviously, I wasn't here for camp last year, but, yeah, it's just a voluntary thing. And I don't know. Uh, I've heard it. I guess the Saints are doing it. Um, yeah. But they kind of – they practice somewhere else, right? Right. So it's not – that's a little different. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of how we're going to be when we're on the road. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that we're doing it the way we're doing it. We haven't had barely any issues. I think the issues that we had early were, were guys that already had it, mm-hmm. but didn't know they had it. And so it was kind of in their system. And right. so they go through the, they go home for a couple of days and all of a sudden they're back sooner than you normally would, but it's because they've already had it. So unbelievable job that what they're doing here, as far as the protocol and everything, I mean, it's, uh, you know, top notch, it's top of the line. They're almost uh almost a little strict about it is you know what i mean from yeah. from somebody who's like carefree and everything but but they're doing what they got to do to keep us safe and 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 keep the numbers down and things like that which is going to give us the best chance to play well that's good to hear because i i think a lot of people or maybe some of the national analysts they make it seem like there's no way the nfl can pull this off so right. hearing that kind of feedback on how strict they are that's maybe a little bit of a positive sign for fans yeah, I think they're doing anything they can because they know that the cards are stacked against them mm-hmm. and they want to get to the point where we're playing and we're doing all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and and the biggest thing right now is the players. I mean, if the players are all of a sudden 
not able to be at work and stuff like that, then, then that's your big thing. But if everybody's healthy and you're playing a sport like football and you're coming into contact like that, then obviously it's working and, and things like that, that they the protocol is, is having its effect in a good way. We're visiting with Braden Colquitt, punter for the Minnesota Vikings VFL here on Sports Talk. You mentioned punting indoors. And I wonder, from a strategy standpoint, because you guys have various kinds of punts to do different things, especially when you're trying to down those punts inside the 20 and the 10. On turf versus grass, how does that change things for you to try to get the right bounce, the right spin, the right ball reaction when it hits the ground on turf versus grass, if at all? Yeah, uh, it's not maybe as much as you think, but there is, it does, it is more extreme than grass, whatever it's going to do. You know, if you get a bounce forward in a game on grass, it's it's going to be more amplified on turf. So, you know, if you're going for inside the 10 and you get a bounce forward towards the end zone, you you know, there's almost no chance that the guy's going to get it unless he's in perfect position. You know what I'm saying? Whereas on, on, gra- on grass, you might have like a little tumble that some guy can run and dive at. Right. Um, so that's got to be kind of be in the back of your mind. It doesn't necessarily always change everything you do. And then vice versa, when there's times in, in practice, say, you know, the returners aren't always going to catch them. And the gunners sometimes just instead of maybe catching a ball at the eight, because typically a returner would do that. So maybe the gunner in practice is just going to make sure it doesn't go in the end zone. Mm-hmm. And I've had where it like hits at like the eight or the nine or the 10. And in my head, I'm like, okay, we're good. That's a fair catch of the 10. And it bounces back like 15 yards. <laughs> and then and then you got the coaches like, you know, Kubiak and Zimmer and looking at me and they're like, did you just hit the ball to the 25-yard line? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it would have been fair caught at the 10. Uh, so, so, you know, that that kind of thing, it, it is in the back of your mind. So you yeah. it, it just kind of it, it makes you be more of a perfectionist and think about those things. Obviously, we have the outdoor fields, and so we're we're practicing mostly on those until the weather changes. But when it's in that between time, um, I'm able to go in and say, "Hey, we're gonna the weather's nice, so we're outside, right?" But mm-hmm. we're actually playing indoors this week, so I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna get a set inside right. for for my 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 grip and all those things. And, and it's just great to have because you can do like what you're alluding to with different types of punts. If there's a week, you know outside here or or in Cleveland or in Denver when it's just windy and snowy all day I'm kind of trying to survive in a practice and just you know get out of there feeling good about myself whereas if you have a chance to be able to punt inside you can really hone in on your craft you know it's like a golfer that isn't he's never going to just put himself out on the driving range in tornadoes every day he's going to set himself up to where he can really work on his craft so I think this has really helped me on my craft and come up with different things like that to be more creative and, and, and just be more consistent. Awesome. So you got this hat on, it says kindness, pass it on. Give me a backstory there and and anything that you want to back up with that message. Yeah. So uh, it's kind humans is the brand. It's a, I think it's like a Southern California thing. Honestly, I don't know much about it besides my wife got it for me for um, father's day. So I've been sporting it ever since, but it kind of, she got it around about the right time with a bunch of stuff where we just need to be reminded that, you know, it's all about being kind and loving your neighbor and we're all God's children and, and uh, we're brothers and sisters in Christ and just be kind, you know? And it's, it's funny cause it's like, that's what I'm always trying to tell my, my little kids, my four little kids. I mean, it's in one second, you know, probably in one second, it's like they hate each other. 
We're like, you know, with daughters especially, I swear they'll look at each other, and if one of them looks at each other weird, it's just like, and then (laughs) you're just like, whoa, where did that come from? You know, it's just like, don't look at me like that. And so (laughs) just treat others the way you want to be treated. Be kind. Love your neighbor. Uh, And, I mean, the world would be a much better place, you know, and that kind of everything falls in underneath that if you if you if you're kind to to your neighbor. So love it. You're also sporting a mustache. Explain <laughs> how that went down. Your decision on that looking good. Well, you know, I've kind of been subtly sporting it. It's a little long right now. I've subtly been sporting it for a couple of years because uh, I kind of always have something going a little bit. Um, I'm not I don't like the clean shave deal. It just never went well with me. Maybe it was too much work or it probably started because I developed so much later. You know what I mean? I was all patchy and all that. So uh, anyway, shoot, it was like a couple years ago and, and my wife, Nikki was just like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like you with the, with the mustache. And I mean, you know, you know how it is. That's all it takes. Yeah. If a woman looks at you and says she likes something one time, <laughs> I'm in. you know, now if she tells me, Two years later, I hate your mustache. Why are you still doing a mustache? I'm out. It's gone. Yep. We'll never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of that's it's kind of been my thing, and uh, I don't know. I'm whatever. <laughs> I'll do whatever she likes. <laughs> Smart man. Oh, we're busy with VFL. Brendan Colquitt, punter of the Minnesota Vikings. Right, last couple of things with you. I don't want to be greedy with, with you. You're good. Time. You're good. Really yeah. Appreciate it. The Vikings this season. Give me your thoughts on your excitement level. How good this team can be this year. Man, it's it is exciting, you know, because I came in so new last year, and I'm just like, yeah, I know these names, these names, these names. There's some talent here, some ups and downs. Really exciting. Um, and you look how far we went, what we did in the playoffs, and then to to play as probably as poorly as we did against the Niners, and and still kind of be in that game. Um, I'm really excited about it. Um, we lost a couple guys, but I think we also gained a couple guys. Um, and those numbers are higher than that, obviously. But um, like everybody, it's it's. I don't want to say it's a young team or an old team. It's a really good mix. Um, I'm obviously the oldest one, um, but uh, I really like it. And the guys are great. The coaches are great. They've kind of assembled the coaching staff, which has been growing in a positive way too. And that you don't always see that. You know, you see some players here, some coaches there, and this has the makes for, for a good run. How much do you and Harrison Smith talk Knoxville? Uh, a lot more lately. Um, uh, a lot more lately that it's kind of, we're getting older and we're all, we're kind of thinking about, you know, Knoxville might be, is probably where we're going to settle down, especially us in the last couple of years with the four kids. We're kind of thinking, man, we need to maybe get on a little bit more of a normal deal and and with family being in knoxville and friends and all those things we're kind of thinking about getting the kids growing up in that area and they just bought a house there in knoxville um i won't tell you the exact address but i will tell you it no (laughs) um and so he's kind of moving that direction too and so we chat about it a lot uh he's it's cool because you know we didn't know each other growing up because I was four years ahead of him and you know in high school it's if you're four years ahead of somebody you're not even in the same like you know area or whatever we weren't in the same you know he was in middle school I was graduating high school so um it's really cool to see somebody make it to where he is and and then it's just like I still fall back I'm just like this 
this punter, you know, I'm like this, and he's like this big time guy. And yet it's just this guy from Knoxville, you know, that looks, you know, kind of like me, uh, you know, obviously he's got something in here that's a little more messed up that can make him go out there and do what he does. But uh, it's really impressive to me that, you know, he's this, I don't know, maybe hall of famer is aggressive but just he's been a pro bowler and all pro and he's from knoxville and i didn't really know who he was before i was leaving so and it's uh anyway that's brought us together and we're, we're different personalities for sure um but i think we mesh well together and uh who knows maybe we'll just be golfing buddies in knoxville one day <laughs> <laughs> Super guys, uh, both of you for sure. And you played soccer at Bearden. Just quickly, what do you like in terms of the sport? Do you follow it at all? Um, so I'm a little more uh, in kind of the European league stuff. Yeah. I'm not, gosh, man, I just don't watch much TV. And so I, I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm loving what they're doing over there with the soccer, with the fans are outside the stadiums and you can mm -hmm. still hear them chanting and singing. And I'm really impressed with that. I'm trying to figure out how the NFL can do that. <laughs> It won't really work here because we're indoors. <laughs> Have to open the windows or something. Uh, but um, awesome how, you know, Beard and Soccer is still doing their thing. And, and I'm always supporting them. And, and anytime I get back, I'd love to, you know, go by there. And I got by there recently and not with the soccer program, but I was fortunate enough to uh, speak with the head coach of football and, and work out in, the, in their new gym and everything. Very impressive. It was nice. Um, sure wish I had that when I was there, but I'm glad they have it now. So it was, it's cool to get back. Awesome. Quick update on Dustin. Is he ready to go in case an opportunity presents itself? Yeah, he's ready to go. Uh, it's, it was just such a weird year. I mean, if, if it would have happened any other year, he would have been in, in spring camp with somebody and in training camp with somebody. But I think just because of – not because of his age, but because of maybe the, the pay level – there's something with the cap signing somebody in that offseason and the fact that there were so so many unknowns and they didn't even know if they'd be back. So I think teams are – I think he'll be signed either week one by somebody or week two by somebody because, you know, you get around that veteran thing where you, they're guaranteed the whole year if you don't sign them week one. So um, in my opinion and yours and most people's that know football, he's top five. Um don't tell the Vikings, but I mean, he's probably better than me. So hopefully that, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm trying to, I'm glad I'm guaranteed this year. Cause it, hopefully they don't. <laughs> so I think he's going to be, you know, I think he'll, he'll have a shot. He's ready and, uh, he's getting old, but he's, he's got a few years left in him. No, you don't watch a lot of TV, but I'm sure you're aware of a couple of Power Five conferences postponing till the spring, and there's still the possibility we may not have any college football this fall. What do you make of that notion? It's just crazy to me. I, I, I see how if there's no fans, it's such a big, you know, financial uh, loss compared to the NFL. You know, we're kind of flipped, whereas mm -hmm. ours is all in the, in the TV and then less in the, in the stadium. Man, it's just hard to believe. I don't know. Um, I just in the back of my head, I still think everything's going to be normal and and all that. And, and man, I just them playing without fans would be maybe worse than postponing it, honestly, because it's such a fan experience, you know? I mean, especially there in Knoxville. Talk about the best place to play in college football uh, and the best fans. It's just a great place. So that would be so weird to play in just a hollow stadium. I mean, I'm already weirded out thinking about our stadium if if it's going to be like that and, and all that. So I, I just 
who knows? I'm, I'm praying and hoping that it works out. And uh, I don't know if the NFL, if the college doesn't happen, if we'll jump on Saturdays. I feel like that could be a thing. And then they kind of yeah. fill some spots there. Um, they'll probably figure out a way to make some some cash back on that and, mm-hmm. and us play on Saturdays and keep everybody happy. And But I've also heard that worst comes the worst, we could be in the spring. You know, that's a, that's a thing that's out there too. And I just can't imagine what that looks like either. Just spring. Yeah. I, no I have doubt. a feeling that after the election, a lot of stuff's gonna gonna fall off, and <laughs> <laughs> we might be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> hey, Braden, great to talk to you. I guess uh, patent practices start Monday for you guys. Is that yep. right? Yep, Monday. So uh, it doesn't change much for me. I'm gonna be protected. <laughs> so don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. No one's gonna be taking me out. <laughs> you're, you're used to the physical distancing already, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna be more of just like, God, this helmet's kind of. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Is the mask under in the helmet as well for you or no? No, I think no. I think there's an option. Uh, okay. I mean, I'll be not gonna be doing that, so I feel feel good about that i mean especially in our building i mean everybody's testing every single day it's just kind of everything's just protocol uh it'll be weird you know when guys are going out out there you know uh in the real games but again i'm back there and i'm so i'm so (laughs) that's the thing is like kickers it's like the whole lonely kicker thing we're just socially distanced from the get-go welcome (laughs) to our world Hey, Brent. Awesome. So much fun to talk to you all the time. Uh, all the best to you this season. We'll try to catch up with you again here real soon. All right. Thanks, man. It's great to see you guys. All right. Go good balls. to see you.